So in a city that is known for New Year's Day and New Year's Eve, let me tell you how your party animal pastor spent New Year's Eve. I'll give the headline away. I was asleep by 9.15. But my best friend from childhood and his family from Oakland were with us for several days, and this just blessed me. And when you're married to Jenny Matisich, uh, we do uh, a little more intentionality than if I was uh, in charge of the day. And so we sat down with our family and my friend's family. We have kids the same age. They're from Oakland. We had spent several days together prior. And we had these lovely worksheets called, It's a New Year. Let's make it great. And it asked questions. Two things I will get better at. Something I want to do less of. Two new things I will try. And then 10, 10 things that I want to learn. 10. So I, we amended that to 10 things you want to learn or do. So that was easier for me to answer. Let me give you some of my so you can get to know your pastor a little bit more. Uh, two things I want to get better at. One of them is to have more patience when I'm frustrated. I'm sure I'm alone in that because you're all very holy here at Lake Avenue. <laughs> Something I want to do less of. I want to look at my phone less randomly at home. You know that twitch? Kids, you know your parents do it because you've taught them that? Nothing to do, it's a lull, so we pull out the phone. I don't, I don't like that. I want to stop that. Um, two new things I will try to do. Uh, I want to go to bed earlier, and I actually want to try new pickles in Korean barbecue. I, I'm all about the meat at this point, and I need to just boldly step into some of the extra stuff. And I need some help with that, so if you want to take me out to teach me Korean barbecue, I'll be more than happy to pay the tip of the meal. <laughs> 10 things that I want to learn or do, here's just a few. Um, I want to stretch more. I'm getting old, my back hurts, so I need to do that. I want to watch my son Henry perform on stage because he is marvelous. I want to watch my son Russell play baseball. Those were the nine and 10. I was running out of things to do and I wanted to affirm my love for my boys. I want to make bread, even though one of my commitments is to not eat bread, so I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I also want to go to the beach with my family and I want to golf, not at a tournament. That's the only time I golf, is when you invite me to a tournament. So I need to get better. I love this, and it was wonderful to do it with my, my best friend from childhood because as much joy as we had all sharing our list with one another, it was the next day. It was the next day that my good, good friend could bring up the things that I have said and really push in. Jeff, help me understand this patience when you're frustrated. How often do you get frustrated? What are the situations that get you frustrated? How are you going to grow in patience? Help me understand a little bit more, Jeff, about this phone thing. How often does that happen? And, and if you know my friend, and some of you met him, he spoke at my ordination, he's anything but light. Everything's intentional. And as I was sitting in the backyard with him drinking coffee and him drilling in, I had this amazing epiphany that this is what real friendship is. Real friendship. Kids, students, you need to hear this because I think there's a lot of really lazy relationships in this world. But real friendship helps us focus. Real friendship comes alongside us and cares so much about us 
that it helps us focus in on what's most important. The text that we are going to read briefly from today and just think about very briefly this morning is just that kind of friendship. It's the book of Philippians. It's a, it's a letter that Paul is writing to the church in Philippi as a friend would write to one another. He's writing from prison. In fact, this church loved him so much and found him such a friend that they sent someone to go visit him in prison and give him presents and gifts. And in return, in return, Paul writes this letter to his friends to help them focus because good friendship helps us focus. And the book of Philippians is just that. If you ask many people who know the Bible, chances are many of us have something from Philippians memorized because they're just such pithy and profound statements that help reorient us, help us focus in when time is difficult and when we need the focus. So this morning, if you have your Bibles open up to Philippians, we'll be in chapter 3. If you would please stand for the reading of God's Word. Philippians chapter 3, starting verse 12 through 14. Not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. Now, if you are 13 years or under, I want you to pay attention. There's three words, and there is a, a way for you to cash in if you pay attention to the message. This is, yes, it's bribery. I want you to pay attention because you can get something. But I also believe that these words for all of us are really important as we start off 2020 at Lake Avenue Church. I believe that the text that we have read gives us a ton to think about gives us much to think about. In fact, it calls us to look backwards to understand all that Paul has written in this letter of friendship prior to, but from just the few verses that we have read, verses that many of us know, even parts of them memorized, I want us to see three things that might speak to us about this next year. And the first one is found in verse 12. Not that I've already obtained all of this or I've arrived at my goal, but I press on, and I want you to hear this, press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. First word is focus. I believe the Paul is writing to his friends and he is saying, he's giving his own testimony, he's giving his own reflections on his own life, his position in jail, and he's saying, I want, I want to focus. I specifically, I want to take hold of that that's already taken hold of me. What does he mean by that? What Paul is encouraging us to do is to understand how faith really works. What this whole Jesus-centered living is really about. Because most relationships, and I believe every other religion in the world, is about us striving to take hold of something that one day we might reach that we work hard in life to earn. We come and move in life to obtain and to receive and to get and to fight forward. And what Paul is saying is that the Christian life, the life of Jesus isn't about getting to something, it's about waking up to the reality of what's already gotten you. 
and that is Jesus. And in the next year, all of us are going to need to learn how to focus on the reality that we have already been captured by Jesus. This is starting to sound redundant, but that's just how amazing the love of God is. Did you know how wild and crazy Jesus is about you? He's so wild and crazy about each one of you that he's already, he's already given you something in himself, Jesus. And his way of living and this way of being alive in Christ, and when we can focus and we can remember that it might be every other relationship and every other aspect of our life, we, we work hard and we, we strive forward and that we, can, we do something in the equation, but in the following Jesus and the love of Jesus has done something for us. It's, we've already been captured by his love. Yesterday I was at uh, Hamilton Park because I'm the assistant coach for my son's baseball team. And, and don't get me started that eight, nine, and six, seven, and eight-year-olds are being evaluated. We have to look at them. We want to make sure the teams are split up. And my son, Russell, gets up to throw the ball and to catch the ball. And I said to him afterwards, I said, but here's the thing. You're already on my team. It doesn't quite matter what you do today. It doesn't matter if you throw the ball perfectly. It doesn't matter if you hit the five balls they're going to throw at you because I'm your dad, I'm your coach, you're already on my team. There's nothing you, have, there's nothing you can do today that impacts at all what team you're going to be on because of me. And that's exactly the kind of focus and reorienting that he needed in that moment to relax and just to be alive in this moment. And that's the same kind of focus that Paul is speaking about. It's not that I've already obtained all this. I mean, it's hard for me to understand. I'm just trying to understand and take hold of Jesus who's already taken hold of me. It doesn't matter what you do. You're already, you've already been captured by the love of Jesus. And in 2020, what would it look like if that kind of focus reoriented everything so that every news headline you read, every situation you find yourself in at work or in your family to, to realize that when we focus that Jesus has already captured us, that there's nothing we can do in this situation to get any, any more or any less. Our job is just to find the freedom of already being captured by Jesus. I press on to take hold of that which has already taken hold of me. It takes focus in this world because it's so counter to our world. The next word, if you're a kid, you've got to listen to, is the word forget in verse 13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind. What is Paul talking about? Because part of following Jesus is looking backwards and, and thinking about how God has been faithful in the past. I don't think he's saying, we've got to forget everything. We just live carpe diem one day at a time. But in the context of what Paul's writing about, there's two specific things that he's, he's speaking from. And one is, I forget what's behind in terms of the, the bad choices that I've made, the shameful past that I have, that time in my life as Paul where I persecuted Christians, but I've met Jesus now and it's not worth me focusing backwards on all the things I used to do. So he's going to forget that past and he also has just come out of a whole part about his, how, how, what a great Jew he was, Jew of Jews, kept the law, did all the right things. So he, he's reflective of both the shame of his past, and he's also reflective of the past accomplishments and righteousness of his past. And he is saying, I consider all of those things in the past to be, he'll go on to say, trash and rubbish compared to knowing Jesus. Part of walking with Jesus 
is finding freedom from the, from the past of our lives, from the choices that we've made. I, I think we heard freedom this morning from several people. They reflect backwards, but they met Jesus, and because Jesus infiltrates and takes over our lives, we're able to forget. We're able to forget the past and to find freedom in the moment. In fact, he's going to go on to say this, that this perspective about being able to forget that not just the shame of our past, but also some of us need to forget the old stories we live in, the old accomplishments of our life. That, that one time when, when, when this really worked out, and I, this deal at work, or this time where we came into some money, or, or this time where everything worked out, some of us are paralyzed in the present because we're stuck in the past, either by the decisions of our past or the successes of our past. And what Paul is saying, i got to forget all that, and I need to move forward with Jesus, that both the positive and the negative of life isn't worthy to be compared to what God is doing in the present and in the future. In Lake Avenue Church, I think a word for us as a congregation is what does 2020 look like moving forward for us as a congregation? Not that we would forget. I'm, I'm proud of the, the ways God has moved over the 120 years plus at Lake Avenue Church. I, I am honored to see how God is moving in this present moment in lives that we've witnessed this morning. But I believe this. If we want to see God do new and wonderful things among us in this next year, there's going to need some discipline to let this moment be what it is. And to not cling to the successes of our past or to even bring up our horrible memories of the worst parts of our past. I, I don't want to hear any more stories all the time about what happened in 1993 the worst moment ever in a, this meeting or that committee or whatever, let's be in this moment seeking God, forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is forward. He's going to go on to say something pretty sharp about this perspective in verse 13. He says, all of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. So there seems to be a, a connection to maturity in Jesus and the ability to forget what is behind. And finally, that final word is to move forward, verse 14, and press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. Press on, move forward. This is one of those famous images of Paul relating the Christian life to a race, to a, to a running, to accomplishing, to finishing. And that's where the title of the sermon and the vision statement we pray for 2020 will be is that we want to be in motion. We want to be a church in motion. That the Christian life is meant to be lived in motion. It, it's meant to be lived in such a way where we're pressing on, moving forward, trying to get to that goal. And what's that goal? Paul says it in verse 11. I want to know Christ. I want to know Christ. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to identify him within his suffering. I want everything about my life to be about this one thing. And I want to move forward. I want to be in motion towards knowing Christ. This is what Paul is talking about. And at 2020 at Lake Avenue Church, my prayer is this. Is if there's one thing that can be said about this church, is that church is moving towards knowing Jesus. Man, when I find somebody in town who goes to Lake Avenue Church, that is somebody who is moving towards understanding and loving and being around Jesus. But I will admit to you I have some concerns about Christians, 
even myself. The main goal that Paul is pushing us towards is to know Jesus, but man, we can get stuck in all kinds of other things that are kind of around Jesus, but keep us away from Jesus. This is a Tootsie Roll Pop. Don't worry, kids, I have hundreds of them. I grew up and there was this commercial on TV where they would open the Tootsie Roll Pop and if you remember it, they would say, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? And then they would lick, like one, two, three, and then somebody would crunch in. And that commercial always bothered me. Because, let me, this culinary moment, I mean, I want you to hear this. <laughs> they named the thing a Tootsie Pop. They didn't name it how many licks pop. The goal of this pop is to get to the center, to experience the Tootsie Roll. So this, all this, this drama around how many licks, that's just marketing foolishness because this pop was meant to be experienced when you bite into it and you get to the Tootsie Roll center. My mom would be so mad right now that I'm doing this. See, but this is what happens sometimes when we get around Jesus. We never bite and get to the center. We like doing all the other stuff. Oh, I like this part. This is interesting in the Bible, and this is what I think is really important at church. And when I was a kid, this is what we did around Jesus. And we can, we can just circle around the main thing all the time. And it's like we just say the word Jesus, then we can fool ourselves that somehow we've bitten into the middle, that we've gotten to the goal, to the main thing. The main thing, the center of the Tootsie Roll Pop, the center of faith that Paul is talking about, the center of Lake Avenue Church in 2020 is going to be to know Christ. And that knowing Christ has never been more important in the world we live in. We want to know the power of his resurrection. We want to know, identify him with him in his sufferings. We need over 2020 to come to his word, to come to his character, and to say, how am I supposed to think about all this that's going on around me and to where my life isn't just becoming about the news feed or the headlines or the drama that's happening in our world day to day, but all of that is informed by us actually biting into the center of what it's all about, which is Jesus. And a trap for you and for me is to fill our lives with a bunch of everything else and then occasionally go, I think I experienced some Jesus. This morning, we are very intentional. We're having an all-church worship service. We're seeing baptisms. We're hearing testimonies because that is the center. That is knowing Christ. And this next year at Lake Avenue Church, we need to get in motion. We need to be a church in motion. A church in motion that, that focuses, that understands that, it, that it's the love of God that's already captured us. That we don't strive for it. We don't, we don't get enough committees to then identify the next faithful step of, of identifying. We've already been captured by God's love. He's already done the work. Our job is to focus and to understand how to come alive. Our job is to forget the shame and find healing and redemption from our past. Our job is to appreciate the ways that God has moved in the history of our lives and the history of this church, but to forget it to some degree so that we can be in the moment to receive what God has for us, to press forward towards the goal, to press forward towards the goal that God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus, and that goal is to know Christ. At our congregational meeting and in coming days, 
I am going to share four very specific areas that I believe we need to make motion movements towards. So we'll talk about them in the meeting, we'll get them out to you over email, but these movements of what it means to know Christ, they happen when we move towards Jesus, when we move towards one another, when we move towards service, and when we move towards strategy to fulfill God's mission in this world. And so as we end this year, or start this year, my prayer for all of us is that this would be a year where we sense the people of God at Lake Avenue Church being on, on journey with God, on, on motion, to be a church moving. I, I know that we are a church in transition. I get it. Trust me. I get it. But I'd love for us in 2020 to be more identified by being a church in motion than a church in transition. Join me in prayer. Help us, Father, to be faithful to this next year that you've given us at Lake Avenue Church. Help us to be the kind of people who would focus, to know that we've already been captured by you, that we don't have to earn or accomplish, that we just get to find a way to live in freedom of the truth that you've already, you've already found us, you've already captured us, you've already taken a hold of us. God, I pray for those who struggle, who are stunted by the decisions of their past, that through faith in you, you would help them to forget their past. God, that you would allow us to hold the ways in which you've worked at Lake Avenue Church in, some, in, 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 a, in the appropriate place so that we might press forward to see the goal. God, I pray that this wouldn't be a year where we just circle around knowing Christ, getting caught in the intramurals. God, would you help us really know Jesus, to know the power of a resurrected life and a resurrected Savior, to know what it means to identify with Jesus and the suffering in our life and the suffering in this world. God, I pray that this would be a year where you would simply just blow us away with what you have for us at Lake Avenue, that we would be, yes, we are a church in transition, but Lord, help us be a church in motion. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.